1: Plus. This is Lewis Arthur Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and William Hill. Delighted today to be joined with Johnny Nelson. We're here in Manchester, a rainy Manchester, but there's going to be fire tomorrow night as Savannah Marshall takes on Franchon Cruz de Zern. A big fight, and we can't look. We look very forward to it.
0: Seamless link, my brother. Seamless link. Yes, uh, I think it'll be a good fight uh, tomorrow night. I think the undercard's good as well. Obviously, looking for no one, looking and getting excited about the, uh, the rise and rise of Ben Whitaker on the undercard, card, Callum Simpson that's another good fight, Zach Shelley wicked fight, uh, looking forward to that one uh, they, they're no done deals here uh, and of course um, uh, Natasha Jones, the chance to go for the IBF title, but you know what, I think top of the belt, Savannah Marshall against Cruz Azern, that's a good fight, and it's an even 50-50 fight, Savannah's going to get a tactics right, if she doesn't you know what, she's gonna to have to compete at a level that she doesn't want to compete at. She believes she's a world-class fighter, so therefore she believes she belongs at this level. She has the beating of Cruz Duzern, she's she got the boxing ability, she's got the strength now, she's up in weight. but. You know, it's about whether or the Cruiser Zone can drag her into her kind of fight. Because she does, Cruiser Zone walks through her. She's strong, she's aggressive, she can punch. Even though she's, I think she's only knocked three out of her eight points out, but she's, she's marauding, she's all over you. So she's got to be smart, she's got to be sharp, she's got to be on it.
1: And how much of this is a testament to Savannah Marshall after this sort of Shields fight? She easily could have gone away, sort of taken an eight round tune up or a little up. She's in where we're undisputed super middleweight champion.
0: Savannah Marshall's learned so much from the loss against Clarissa. And that makes or breaks a lot of fighters. I think that's made her. I think I think she, she's a very honest fighter that wears a heart on her sleeve. So she's not gonna brag and boast about things she's gonna do and wants to do and not back them up. So that hurts her. And so now she's she's trying to stick to the fights and say, look, I'll do what I've got to do. Stick to the game plan. It's quite clear to anybody and everybody, I'm quite sure of course, deserves team know this as well, that you've gotta drag her into a dog fight. When she talks, starts talking about I'm gonna take you on the dog, what she's gonna drag her into a dog fight because if Savannah boxes Box smart, box are sharp, box are strong, she wins the fight. If she deviates from that and starts to lean into the shots, you know, that starts to lean to the right hands, that deserve throws over the top. She starts to get tagged, start to get ruffled, start to lose.
1: And another thing in the press conference yesterday, a very fiery press conference, but something that really stuck out to me with Peter Fury, you know what I'm saying it. He said talked about 50-50 fights and they can bring something out of you and you really do you feel like sort of we can see this with Savannah where when you sort of get in the deep waters and you know when you're swimming in the deep waters you either sink or you swim. swimming is it sort of interesting to see how Savannah would sort of act when it comes up?
0: Well, you've seen that she's not sinking she's swimming because straight after the Clarissa Shields fight again she could have picked a soft touch and everybody, nobody would have blamed but she said well why I'm a world-class fighter and <coughs> this is what I want to perform at and she knows if she loses She's no longer looked at at that level, quite she's looked at that below, that had hurt her. So she, she wanted this. So she's swimming well. She's, as I said, she's grown a lot from the Clarissa Shields fight, which is what she wanted. She needed to, to be in a pressure kind of fight again.
1: And sort of from your experience, your pro career, when Peter was talking there about 50 50 fights, fights that are really going to test you. Do you think about sort of sometimes in your own career where you've had where you've had times where you've been so tested and you've really been pushed to the limit and you've sort of gone to a place where you never thought you'd go through before? Is that sort of would you sort of relate to what you were saying up there?
0: Yes, I do. And I think emotionally, even in and out of the fight, especially after the Shields fight, that has taken her to a, an emotional place that she's never been to before. So now, as a, now she's boxing uh, Cruz Desert She knows where she's willing to go to, what she's willing to do. Uh, how how heartbroken she possibly can be, and how strong mentally she has to be. So it's given her a, a new experience that she was not aware of. That that will, 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 will be the we've will, will been making of her in this fight.
1: Ben Whitaker back out on the card. Um, someone that's always sort of gets likened to him when you talk about sort of extravagant, flashy. Someone like Nasim Hamid. You sort of spent a lot of time around him in your career. Someone like Ben Whitaker he's a pressure of fresh air. How important is it to have that sort of unique thing about him where? You can fight, but also there's so much other stuff you can do as well.
0: You see, he's a great entertainer and, and on camera he'll, he'll be whatever character you want him to be because he has time to do that because he puts the work in behind the scenes. So no matter how easy he makes it look, he's just making it look easy for everybody else. He works damn hard in the, in the gym, you know, he commits himself, he's out in America training out there. You look at him condition-wise, what is this, his fourth, fifth professional fight? You know, he's training like a true pro. This is the habit he's picking up because when that his time comes to box at the top of the tree to, the, to fight for world title, to go through the, the pressure fights such as boxing with the British title, Commonwealth, European, and going through there, They're going to be more higher pressure fights now. So now how he handles it here, he's got to pick up the habits to take to a higher level. So this is all about learning and it's all about design. he thinks, I want to be past this. So he's not looking past an opponent, he's playing the role and playing the role well.
1: but is it important to have that as well where you look at sort of how much of a marketing engine the the world we live in in boxing today you think sort of in sort of 2023 this this sort of time where you have to appeal to a wider audience and he sort of manages to do that in a way
0: I suppose it's like Christmas pantomime you know everybody loves a villain and everybody loves a hero and he doesn't mind being the villain he will be be distasteful he'll be braggadocious he'll be arrogant he'll be cocksure of himself some people don't like that some people want to go, go watch him win or lose. So this is what he understands. He's investing in himself. He's a fighter that knows he can fight, but he's also a fighter that knows he's a business. And the business he's creating around him is working well for him.
1: And sort of, how quickly do you think he deserves to be pushed? If he wins tomorrow night, he gets another stoppage. If he does that, how quickly do you think he can look at guys like Dan Aziz, Joshua Boazzi, them so, sort of guys?
0: So I personally think he should have, a, have a, probably four or five more fights to really establish who he is as a, as, a, as a top domestic fighter. And then when he does that, that, that's proving something to himself, because right, it'll all be a test. You can throw him in deep because, of course, all the hullabaloo, all the noises around him. But I personally think he should get three or four more fights. And it's gonna be hard. You're gonna have to pay the opponents to fight him. Pay him high. And, uh, but he needs to get that about his development. Sometimes you gotta lose a battle to win a war. I'm quite sure you can go in with those guys and, and compete and compete massively. But he needs fight experience before he gets in experienced fights where he's going to be found wanting.
1: We'll sort of stick on the topic of light heavyweights. I just mentioned there, two names I mentioned there was Joshua Boetsy and Dan Aziz. Um, strong rumours of them potentially fighting each other. If that fight does materialise, obviously it will be under a boxer banner with both of them signed to boxer. How big of a fight could that be potentially sort of very soon?
0: That's a massive fight. I really don't want to see that fight because I've got a lot of time for both fighters. But this is business. So business is, Dan Aziz wants to be where Joshua Boatsy is at. Joshua Boatsy wants to establish and stamp his authority, this side of the world, to say, this is who I am, you've got to respect me. So that would be a, a, a good fight. I think these fights have now put themselves in a position where uh, the opportunity is limitless. They could fight each other, and they know each other, but they are professional enough to actually to, to keep that, that separate. Uh, I, I would like them to see it uh, go various paths and not fight each other yet. But that's the fight again, but it's a great fight, it's a
1: great fight. Obviously, that would just be a long list of brilliant fights that have happened this year, uh, where we sort of see so many fights, Spence Crawford, this and that. But obviously, the, the the big criticism always currently is always the heavyweights, and do you feel like sort of the lighter weights and guys like the light heavyweights, the middleweights, and everyone sort of fighting, especially in lightweight, everyone fighting each other, do you think they're sort of teaching a lesson to the heavyweights, would you say?
0: Yeah, they are, but unfortunately, there's no individual to blame. You know, the heavyweights are... are are embarrassing themselves by by, by what's happening at the moment. And they, but the other divisions are actually getting on with it, no nonsense. But who do you blame? Who do you point the finger at? You know, it's about one, one but these guys, they, they're, they're top of the tree. They earn a lot of money for what they do. And money talks, and it's show business. And the show, the fighters want to fight, they're the show. The business, the businessmen, they're the ones that want to make as much as possible. So it's the business around it that kills the show. Uh, so don't blame the fighters, because any man that puts the gloves on and gets in the ring wants to fight, trust me, it's the business guys around them that, 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 that they're the ones that are making the unpopular decisions in regards to their fighters. So
1: with sort of that being said, would you say that the issue is obviously higher than the fighters when you think of sort of stuff like Saudi, and the money, the purposes that are getting put up, do you feel like it's sort of... like, a, a, like Do you think the, sort of the, the issues are above where it comes to money and all these sorts of stuff where the heavy, the big ones want to potentially—they want to plot in Saudi and have their so big paydays there.
0: Saudi's created an opportunity for these fights that we want, the public want to happen. So it's the business men behind the fighters that, that are the problem, not the fighters. And so that's where the issue lies. Individuals, unfortunately, our sport, individuals profit. So individuals look out for themselves rather than than the, the good of the game, the reputation of the game. They forget about what tomorrow and think about today. And that's always been the case in our sport. That's the history of our sport. You know, greedy individuals profit. So therefore, fights don't happen.
1: Do you think it ever can be resolved?
0: Um, we've thought a lot of things. And, and in, a, in an ideal world, yeah, you know, but you, know, you don't know where these guys are. You don't know what they're at. You don't know what they're thinking, you know, what plans are, or surprises they've got in store. So you just got to wait and watch the story unfold i watch the rest of the divisions, get on with it, and, and show it how it's done.
1: Johnny, always a pleasure to talk to Boxer Social. I appreciate you taking the time to speak to me. And uh, all the best, mate. Top man. Thank you. Yeah,
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy
1: was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little
1: escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>